This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another fabulous Tuesday night here with the team on Manawatu's People Radio with Palmy Pride. I'm Cam. Hi, Mandy. I'm there. Sorry, we started the show and Cam, Cam said, oh, I'm starting. And someone next to me just went, oh. <laughs> yes. I like, like a corpse releasing the final gases. I can't take these two like anywhere. An in, like an He's entombed. Tried. Like an entombed mummy going, oh, daddy. Um, tonight's show we've got... <laughs> oh, daddy. Uh, Rangatane champion Rainbow and Pacifica rights honoured by Amnesty International. Uh, we've also got Pope Francis clarifies comment about helping homosexual is not a crime. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. What have you got over there? Alan Cummings hands back his IBE and says, shove it. Oh, and um, and I've also got seven international LGBTQ plus rights advances in 2022. It is the summary of the year. Yes, I've. Uh, oh, it's it's a few weeks late, but it's just sure. it's the summary of the year. It's been a busy, busy. Oh, it's tr- been a weird some. couple of weeks. Did <laughs> you say threesome? <laughs> Thrupple. God, I I have new uh, baby news from Tamadi Coffee. You're pregnant. Oh. And I have a couple of other notices to share oh. later in the notice bulletin. Ooh. Beautiful. Is that about an upcoming He's agent? Being mystical. Uh, yes. An upcoming Adrian. Right. Um, I'm right. going to start. Do you want a lefty or a righty? Can we have yeah. a song first? No, I want to start with an article. I'm going to go with the top one because, you know, we don't often start with the top. Just a bit rude, really. <laughs> Auckland University's master student, uh, Katja... Puteraski, Nif, <laughs> and final year of medical, uh, final year medical student Josh McCormack have won Amnesty International's Aotearoa's Gary War Legacy Award for 2022. Nif was selected for her vision to raise awareness on the displacement of Banabans from their homeland in the 1900s due to phosphate mining. McCormack bagged the award for launching a project to improve health outcomes for LGBTQIA and Takatapui people in rural areas. Where am I? I've lost my spot. Uh, only two received the award in New Zealand in 2022. Neef, 22, who moved from Auckland, moved to Auckland from Thailand about 10 years ago, said she saw similarities between the values, culture and challenges faced by Pacific communities and people of the country she migrated from. Neef, who visited Rabi Island in Fiji to learn about the displacement of the Banaban community, wants to use the art as a medium to share their struggles with New Zealanders. She hopes to use the award funding to create a virtual exhibition and interactive online platform to celebrate the Banaban culture. McCormick, 23, who grew up in rural, Tar- rural Taranaki, launched a project 
sex outside the city aimed to deliver the same standards of inclusive health care and sexual health innovation and public health promotion for rainbow people or tangata takatapui in rural areas as afforded to those in big cities. I think there was a big kick up about the advertising that they had for it. Um, McCormick said... Uh, McCormick said his focus... I do apologise, listeners. McCormick said his focus on rectal swab promotion and HPV vaccination recently moved to support rainbow communities amid the new global monkeypox crisis, also known as the Mpox crisis. The supply of Mpox vaccine has touched down in Aotearoa. We urgently need to ensure that our LGBTQIA whānau outside the city are equipped with the education and consultation access, consolation consultation access, sorry, are needed to keep themselves safe from monkeypox. To be celebrated by Amnesty International for work, I didn't feel I could talk about growing up as a powerful signal that tables are turning for queer people over the regional rural Aotearoa, he said. Amnesty International's youth campaigner, Sabrina Manu, said the award was a funding programme designed to empower and equip young people with a passion for protecting and promoting human rights. Her, Neef's, use of the art and activism is particularly powerful because of the emotions it evokes through such real and raw storytelling. His, McCormick's, uh, plan was so well thought out that we could see that he had come up with something that would be practical and doable while being accessible to improve um, accessible to improve health outcomes for LGBTQIA and Takatapui people in rural, regional Aotearoa. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I remember there was an um, article about how these signs had gone up for um, this um, safe sex promotional thing in Taranaki and people were kicking, kicking up a fuss they were. Mm. Loved it. Uh, let them, I say, because at the end of the day, if we don't do these things and keep people safe, this is how things like monkeypox are going to spread through our community. Well, it's that whole thing about if it's not talked about. Yeah. You know. Mm. Normalise it by talking yeah. about it. Um, but just, yeah, just funny to to hear that. It's great. Uh, good work, guys. Good work. So, first up on our song list is uh, The Air That I Breathe by Kay- Katie Lang.
And that was Katie Lang. We're going to head over to a, another song straight off the straight off the bat. There, this is by a group called The Other Direction, uh, and it's called "Girl, You're the Best." So here we go. Right. Was the other direction with Girl You're the Best? Mm-hmm. You might have seen them on America's Got Talent. Very, very fun people. Okay, so from New Zealand to Greece to Zimbabwe, LGBTQ plus people worldwide gained key rights in 2022. Diligent, unending work by activists and pro LGBTs uh, politicians led to victories for LGBTQ plus uh, couples, intersex youth, people uh, living with HIV and more. Even in countries making uh, significant advantages for LGBTQ plus rights, the community still has a long way to go before realising total equality. Nevertheless, it is essential to celebrate the wins. Here are are seven um, for the international community this year, this past year. Wahoo! So marriage equality became a reality in Mexico, Slovenia, Cuba and Chile. In October, Slovenia uh, officially legalised marriage equality and adoption, making it the first country in Eastern Europe to do so. In the same month, the entire country of Mexico achieved marriage equality after the final state approved it. Earlier in March, uh, Javier Silva and Jamie Nazar became the first gay couple to legally wed in Chile after the the nation passed marriage equality legislation in December. The new law also removed restrictions on same-sex couples around parenting, uh, parentage, adoption rights and assisted reproduction. It also eliminated a requirement that transgender people get divorced before before having their gender legally recognised. 
And finally, in September, Cubans voted to in favour of legalising same-sex marriage and adoptions for gay couples, with about 67% of voters supporting the measures as part of updating uh, the island nation's four-decade-old family code. <laughs> I love how it's a code. A family like code. <laughs> um, um, the vote was noteworthy because the Cuban government has only held public referendums to shape its laws three other times uh, since the country's 1959 revolution. So Ireland voted to make trans people a protected class. In October, the Irish cabinet voted in favour of a bill that says anyone convicted of purposefully uh, inciting hatred or violence against a person due to their gender identity or expression, expression could face up to five years in prison. The updates to Irish hate crime laws uh, included making dis- um, disabled people a protected class more reportedly made by, um, based on international best practices. Um, Greece banned genital surgery on intersex babies. Yay! The Parliament of Greece passed a law in July banning se- uh, sex normalising surgeries for babies born intersex. Surgeries on intersex babies are often unnecessary for the child's health and, and are performed so that adults feel better about how the child's genitals look, even though the child cannot consent to the, uh, to the procedures. Moreover, the surgeries can lead to uh, loss of sexual, um, sexual sensitisation, sterilisation and psychological trauma, according to Intersex Greece. The new law in Greece uh, bans the procedure for children under 15 unless parents can obtain a court decision. Um, Zimbabwe decriminalised HIV transmission this year. This year, uh, Zimbabwe officially decriminalised the transmission of HIV. A UNAIDS uh, press release stated that a legal assessment completed by Zimbabwe in 2019 found that uh, criminalising the transmission of HIV created stigma for those um, living with the virus and also um, caused barriers to health care. The release also said criminalising transmission deters people from getting tested for HIV. UNAIDS also uh, uh, touted the, uh, the progress Zimbabwe has made in the fight against HIV, reporting that the 1.3 million people living with HIV, their 1.2 million are on the, on the life-saving medications. Since 2010, HIV infection, infections have decreased by 66% and AIDS-related deaths have decreased by 63%. That's awesome. Um, trans people won the right to exist in Kuwait. Um, in February, transgender equality activists um, scored a significant win in Kuwait as the country's constitutional court struck down a law that has long been used to criminalise transgender identity. Well done. Um, New Zealand banned conversion therapy. Well, we all lived through that and it was great. Could have been a little bit tougher, but we did it. Um, Tokyo granted domestic partnerships 
um, to same-sex couples. As, a, as of November, couples who either have or work in Tokyo can be issued domestic partnership certificates. Marriage equality is not recognised in Japan, but LGBTQ advocates by, uh, hailed the move allowing same-sex couples to be uh, treated as married couples when it comes to housing, health care and social services. So there you go. Well done to the planet. We've got more work to do, but it's a good start. Brilliant. We're going to head over to a song by uh, Drake Jensen with Wash Me Away. You made it sound like Drake Jensen was just in the corner of the studio like, we're just going to head over to uh, Drake. Drake's in the corner. Kia ora, Drake. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. You wouldn't be sitting there if he was. Um, what does is, what is a gay horse say? What? Hi. <laughs> no, no, here we go. I'd settle for a storm cloud. Let it rain and rain for 40 days and nights The world must think that I'm a radio baby Trying to push every button I got But hey, that's alright And I don't know who you are or who I am Oh, but maybe you could save me My heart's been like a desert Just a dry, parched piece of land Love is the ocean to this so grain of sand. Come on and wash me One day old I bet you and God Were sitting up there And crying about the Civil War Trying to give all those people some hope At the end of their rope And I don't know why there's winners And why there's losers But you sure have got a mighty good heart My heart's been like a desert Just a dry parched piece of land Love is the ocean to this so grain of sand. Come on and wash me away.
That was Drake Jensen with Wash Me Away. Nice. Now, you were talking off on, on air, but well, off air. You were talking off air before about a couple of things you wanted to talk mm. about, a couple of things you wanted to raise. Um, what would you like to talk about, Cameron? What uh, events? So, the first thing is your therapy session. The, the first oh. thing uh, on the 10th it? of February. Now, uh, what night is that for those of us who don't Friday do, night. Why is it a Friday, Cameron? Uh, because that was A, the night that everybody could be there, and B, that's the night I picked. Okay, I and the room it. was available. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so that's the uh, Malgra's annual general meeting. So that is the part of the incorporated societies. Every year we have to have a meeting to inform the members of what's happening, what we've done in the last year. So that's the general uh, one that happens. So that'll be 6pm, 10th of February, Hancock Community House. On a Friday. On a Friday. Snacks will Come be on. supplied. Yes, they will be. Tea and coffee. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. And the second one is on the 7th of 6th. Hold on, let me just double confirm my dates. February, uh, March. Yes, Monday the 6th of March, we will be at Hancock Community House. Uh, Malga will be co-hosting with the census people a census uh, assistance event. Uh, so that is where anybody who is having issues filling in their census form or, or needs some help or extra support can come along and the uh, Statistics New Zealand and the team will uh, help you fill out your um, census forms because obviously census official census night is on the 7th of uh, March, which is Tuesday. That's the official night that census happens. Uh, but they are allowing people to fill, start filling in uh, the census uh, about two weeks before and right till the end of March. Nice, so nice. Uh, that's to make sure we cater for the people in the rural areas and uh, you know, multi-languages. Yeah. Uh, so we'll also be um, available as well. So if anyone's got any language barriers, we're working with the team from the uh, Manawatu Multicultural Centre so that if there is any translation yep. services that are needed uh, to support people, that's cool. That they can be, uh, they'll be able to be provided. Obviously, that will be at a. They, won't, they may have to be on a different day. Yeah. Uh, but but we, you know, you can at least. Talk about it, possibly. Yes. Um, so we'll be putting some advertising up on our Facebook. Uh, yes, Statistics New Zealand will be getting all the all the details and all Wonderful. the stuff with us. And I would assume that there would be um, advertising going up on NPR as well. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, and it's really important that we get everybody out there this year to do the from the Rainbow Community to do the the census. Um, I have rest assured. I have been, uh, and someone did explain it to me today. Uh, that even though on the census form you ask for your, they might ask for your name, uh, that is purely so once they've got everybody's uh, census in, they can make sure that there are no double-ups yeah. uh, and all that sort of stuff. And then once they process it to the second stage, everyone's names are removed and it's, an, so it's, just it's a, anonymized. It could be num- number one, number two, number three. Yes, yeah. but it's auto yeah. that way if for any reason – yeah, you know, you filled it out here in Palms North, and then on you for some reason you filled it out in New Plymouth. They can actually yeah. get right. rid of the the double ups. Yeah, why you would want to do that much um, paperwork for one and, person, I don't know. And it's also links, and they try and link in with all the other government 
agencies. It means it's confidential as well. Yes. So it means that if, if Bessie fills out this form, they're not going to connect and say, oh, this is, this is Matthew who works here and, and they are a you know, member of the rainbow community. Yes. So they're yeah. going to put those pieces no. together. Uh, and it's, and it's so just I didn't so know where that was going and I was no. intrigued. But essentially yeah. it's so like, because, you know, for, for heaven's sakes, there could be, you know, in New Zealand, two Cameron Jenkinses out there. Yeah. Uh, and it's so that they can make sure that they aren't, they aren't, you know, duplicates, yeah. that they are actually separate people yeah. Yeah. for statistic reports. But also it's a way that they work out statistics and I think that they do some funding-based things on it for the rest yep. of the... Region. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the for the next however many years. And so there are a couple of uh, questions around uh, our, our community. I'm not sure what they are because they haven't released the, mm. uh, the I wonder official... If, do you know if pre- they put on, like, the gender... I understand there is there are type. Questions. yeah yeah because I know I've just read something online where um, somebody's booked in for a hair appointment somewhere um, they've advertised on the Malgra page or put a a note on the Malgra page saying hey guys we're a queer friendly business blah 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 oh where but let me finish I'll let you know afterwards okay um, but they on the website when you book in to go and have your child's hair cut mm. they've put in you know you have to write whether it's a girl or a boy. And it's like, mm, you kind of need some more gen- yeah, yeah. gender diverse options. I know that um, with my work, uh, some people were asking whether it was a girl's birthday party or a boy's birthday party. Mm. And a request came down from management that we don't ask that now, which I thought was great. Yes. Shouldn't matter, really. Uh, no, no, it's, it definitely shouldn't. Sometimes some of these children are child's and love Star Trek. Well, it's just a child's birthday party. You yes. know, it's not. What colours would you like? We've got these three you can pick from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can be either or or, or neither yes. or all um, and still like purple. Yes. Uh, so, no, so that's just our, our big push is just to make sure that oh. our rainbow, particularly if we want to start saying, you know, what percentage of the population we mm. we, we represent in, in areas, we need yep. to make sure that we mm. fill that out. Otherwise, yep. we're not going. And the thing is, once we start doing get these two or three questions right, then more will start to come through because we've got to, mm. you know, yeah. ease the population into being yeah. able to answer these and questions. They might, and then they, they might actually be able to go, well, so many people need such and such a surgery for certain things. Yes. Um, let's... Mm. You know, because if everyone... If, if, say, everyone in New Zealand's working on, you know, like 5% gender-diverse community and turns out that after the census we're actually 25%, then, then that's a huge... Then, then that's a huge lift in yeah. resources that we can now start to lobby for. So just my big push is everyone fill in the census form. If you get in trouble, reach out. We're doing things to help. You, won't, you won't get in trouble. What he means is if you need some assistance. Yes. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that's yeah, that's my newsletter. It's, it's not Big Brother. Um, no. It's no. not Big Brother trying to track us all. <laughs> Because no, no. I can hear people now. Do you know there were some people blaming the storms on Jacinda? <laughs> You've got to be joking. No, I'm being serious. Uh, oh, the floods. It's all Jacinda's fault. No, it's not you, Numpty. <laughs> right, let's go to a song. Yes, we're going to go to uh, Breathe by Melissa Etheridge. We've got a bit of the old Melissa Etheridge on tonight. I played the fool today. I just dream of vanishing into the crowd 
Melissa Etheridge. Oh, good evening. Welcome back to. Oh no, it was Katie Lang before, wasn't it? It was Katie Lang. Oh god, I'm getting my lesbians mixed up. Don't do that. They do. They They do. do. I mean that in a nice way, not in a nasty, derogatory kind of way. Yeah, one Um, of them is 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 solid and interesting, and the other one was tall and suave. I I quite like Katie Lang, to be honest. Like. It's her hair. She's yeah. just got yeah. in her Canadianness. Yeah. I think she's got a very cool face. Oh, she did a whole album on smoking. And, and <laughs> yeah, I think she did a song of When Smoke Gets In Your Eyes, like a version of it. And yeah. it was just this whole album of smoking. <laughs> and it was just beautiful. All right. Anyway. Okay. We're doing it. Um, we tend to receive things on our birthdays. But on his 58th, Alan Cummings has given something back. The OBE he was awarded in 2009. In a post on Instagram, the Scottish actor talked about how he had had recently opened his eyes to the toxicity of the British Empire. He said his soul-searching was prompted by the death of Queen Elizabeth II and the conversations the, uh, the event sparked. I was incredibly grateful to receive the OBE in the 2009 Queen, Queen's Birthday Honours List, um, for it was awarded not just for my job as an actor, but for activ- activism for equal rights for the gay and lesbian community USA, wrote Cumming, um, who had become an American citizen a, few, a year earlier and, cite, and cited some of the homophobic bills in the country that he had campaigned against, the Defence of Marriage Act, which prevented uh, federal uh, recognition of same-sex marriages, and the Don't Ask, Don't Tell policy that barred openly gay, lesbian and bisexual people from serving in the military. Uh, um, at the time of receiving the OBE, Cumming had said in a statement, I see this honour as d- encouragement to go on fighting for what I believe is right and for what I take uh, for granted as a UK citizen. Thank you to the Queen and those who make up her, b- her birthday honours list for, being, uh, attention, uh, for bringing attention to the inaction of the US government on this issue. Good Lord. It makes me very proud to be British and galvanised as an American. 
But recent debates around the monarchy have changed Cummings' uh, mind about the, the role of the monarchy in the modern world, especially the way the British Empire profited at the expense and death of indigenous peoples across the world. Cummings now believes that the, the great good the award brought to the LGBTQ plus cause back in 2009 is now less potent than the uh, misgivings I have been, I have being associated with the toxicity of empire. Last year, coming received a more welcoming form of recognition, a Tony Award for best. I'd go with that. I'd prefer it to I would be too, for best musical as a producer of um, of a strange loop. Um, more recently, he has been on screen starring in, um, as the host of the American version of hit show of the hit show The Traitors, a role he appears to have uh, embraced with glee. He presents as if he is <laughs> as a supply teacher sent to look after an unruly classroom um, that he can't be that he can't be bothered to discipline. He is evidently having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> read the Guardian's review. Now coming can, ba- can bask in another reinvention. As he signed off his post, I'm now um, now back to the to being plain old Alan Cumming again. Happy birthday to me. Um, he has just, I think, finished a series or is still possibly doing a series with uh, Miriam Margulies, and they're travelling around the countryside. Um, she's eating onions and drinking whiskey. It's great. Her with the notoriously naughty mouth. Yes, oh yes, yes. Um, so you heard us. You heard me mention before an album by Katie Lang. Um, so this album um, is called it's called Drag. Funnily oh, enough, <laughs> um, so Drag is a cover album released by Katie Lang in 1997. Most of its songs featuring a smoking motif although some address broader issues of dependence and or addiction. Mm. Um, if you want to listen to it, there's uh, Don't Smoke in Bed, Smoke Rings, Smoke Dreams, My Last Cigarette, uh, Honey and Smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you want a treat, go and listen to that. It's great. Very cool. Right, we're going to go to a song now by RuPaul. Uh, with sister, it's called Sister Bram, Sister Brother, featuring Margot Thunder. Give your sister what she needs. Okay. 
some need truth Some need time to heal the wound So give your brother what he needs now Some need love and some need truth Some need time to heal the wounds So give your sister what she needs RuPaul with uh, Big uh, Brother Sister. I'm going to go over to another uh, song right now. It's called I Love You Girl by uh, Mel Mabel. Not sure. M-A-B-E-L. Maybell. 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 Here we go. Black your number when you left me out in the cold. Yeah, I froze. Since you chose it, has been only one way I know how to cope. I sit in my car and look through your window. She slips off her dress, I'm falling apart. It's killing me slow, I can't look away though. It's an obsession, taken too far. Love Your Girl by Maybelle. Maybelle. Mm. Uh, cool so, story. 
last article you've got there, Andy. All righty. Um, I mean, you know, why not? Uh, brace yourselves. Pope Francis has clarified his recent comments. Oh, it's all about murky waters now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it's all about... Backpedaling. Yeah. Um, Pope Francis has, cleared his recent com- has clarified his recent comments about homosexuality and sin, saying he was merely referring to official Catholic moral teaching that teaches that any sexual act outside of marriage is a sin. Anyway, um, mm. and in a note last week, Francis recalled that even that black and white teaching, oh, that's terrible, that comes across terrible. Black and white teaching is subject to circumstances that might eliminate the sin altogether. Francis first made the comments in an interview earlier this month to the Associated Press, in which he declared that laws criminalising homosexuality were unjust and that being homosexual is not a crime. Uh, as he often does, Francis then imagined a conversation with someone who raised the matter of the church's official teaching, which states the homosexual acts are sinful or intrinsically disordered. Intrinsically disordered. Fine, but it's the first. Let's first distinguish between sin and crime, Francis said in, pretending, in the pretend conversation. It's also a sin to lack charity with one another. This comments call, uh, his comments calling for the decriminalisation of homosexuality were hailed by LGBTQ advocates as a milestone that would help harassment and violence against LGBTQ persons. But this reference to the sin, inverted commas, the sin, uh, raised questions about whether he believed that merely being gay itself is a sin. The Reverend James Martin, an American Jesuit, an American Jesuit. 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 J E S U I T. Who runs the US based, here we go, US based outreach ministry for LGBTQ Catholics, asked Francis for clarification on the printed and printed the Pope's handwritten response on an outreach website later this week, last week. In his note, Francis reaffirmed that homosexuality is not a crime and that he spoke out in order to stress. The criminalisation is neither good nor just. But when it is a sin, it is a simply referring to the Catholic moral teaching, which says that every sexual act outside the marriage is a sin. Francis wrote in Spanish, underlining the final phrase. Oh, my life, it goes on. Uh, but in a nod to his case-by-case approach to pastoral ministry, Francis noted that even the teaching was subject to consideration of circumstances which may disgrace or eliminate fault. He acknowledged that he had, could have been clear in his comments to the AP, but he said he was using natural and conversational language in the interview, and it didn't call for precise definitions. As you see, I was repeating something in general I should have said. It's a sin. It's a sexual act outside of marriage. This is going to speak of the matter of sin. And we all know that Catholic morality not only takes into consideration the matter, but also alleviates freedom and intention. And this for every kind of sin. Oh my life. Some 67 countries or jurisdictions worldwide criminalise consensual, homo, consensual same-sex sexual activity, 11 of which can do, can or do impose death penalty, according to the Human Dignity Trust, uh, which works to end such laws. 
Experts say that where the laws are not enforced, they contribute to harassment, stigmatisation, violence against the LGBTQ people. Catholic teaching forbids gay marriage, holding the sacrament of marriage as a lifelong bond between a man and a woman. It reserves intercourse for married couples while forbidding artificial contraception. In this decade-long pontificate, Francis has upheld the teaching but has made outreach to LGBTQ people a priority. He has stressed a more merciful approach to applying church doctrine to accompany people rather than judge them. Um, can I, I can't really say it on air, can I? Uh, that's, that's a lot of waffle yeah. for, for next to nothing. It's not a nothing. crime, but it's still a sin. Yes. Um, I remember speaking to a pretty onto it, I would say, a um, religious person. Um, and they said it's all about how you read the Bible and how you mm. read into the Bible and what's said. Mm. And various um, interpretations. and Yeah. I think as long as you're not hurting anyone else, go, you know. Yes. Anyways. Uh, so, uh, that was a lot to read. That was. That was took a little bit longer than I anticipated. My, that's my all brain, right. My brain. Uh, so just on to announce uh, that... Labour MP Tamati Coffey and his partner Tim Smith have welcomed their baby daughter five weeks uh, early. So uh, uh, mum and the support crew are doing well. Baby girl weighed in just under three kilos uh, and surprised them by being five weeks early. Uh, This was shared on Instagram uh, uh, post. Uh, They would like to acknowledge, uh, make acknowledgement of the manner of of the... uh, uh, Wahini, who chose to give uh, uh, couples like them uh, and his him and his partner the gift of life, and uh, he is still working on the uh, a bill uh, to fix the law around this. More and more couples, these quotas say, more and more couples are having kids this way, so the law still needs to be changed and strict to streamline this process. And as a lawmaker, those changes are my priority this year more than ever. So. Uh, that is their second child. Their first one, uh, Tutanakai, uh, was born in 2019. So uh, congratulations, Mr. Yeah. Coffey, for your family expansion. Yeah. Yes. Um, just relating to our previous article, I don't know if the Catholic Church, how they feel about insemination. and. Well, wow, yes. I don't think they're keen on it. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yes. A few things they're not keen on, I think. Mm. Uh, so we were supposed to have two more songs, but we we are uh, out of time. We are out of time, so I can only play one of the songs. So I'm going to go to our last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the playout's going to be by the Weather Girls. Hit the road, Jack. Oh, good choice. As we uh, leave you all for this evening. Alrighty, um, right. we will keep you posted on those events that meant, uh, that Cam has mentioned um, with Census and with AGM, and there might mm-hmm. be a couple of other bits popping up as well. Um, have a great week. Stay safe. Stay proud. Uh, Moisturise.
If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.